Big Red Overreaction is on the air, featuring the most important voice of all, yours. Brought to you by Burton AC, Heating, Plumbing, and more. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. And Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. Logan, back to throw. Steps, throws down the field. Wide open, Austin Allen makes a catch. 40. Austin Allen to the 45, 46-yard line. Now, oh, big play right there. And Austin Allen with that catch becomes Nebraska's all-time single-season leader for yardage from a tight end position. Great job by Austin Allen. Another great throw from Logan Smothers. And he was wide open. Welcome back. Big Red overreaction. Damon Benning, Michael Severe. Taking your phone calls, talking about Nebraska's 28-21 to loss to Iowa. That's seven in a row. Of course, it is brought to you by Coors Light. Keeping Nebraska chill. Also brought to you by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Giant Head Jed, or just Jed, said um, average scoring per quarter on the season. Uh, in each one of those, I don't read the numbers to you, but in each one of them, the bottom line is Nebraska won each quarter. Some by more, some by less. But yet they're three and nine. They are a statistical anomaly of a team and a season. It is ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's all of those things all put together. Very strange. Mm. Uh, let's go to uh, Donnie's been a hold the longest. Good morning, Donnie. How are you? How are you doing? What What's up, guys? It's nice to talk to you in the afternoon for once. Yeah, you call it whatever <laughs> time up, you dude? want. It's always morning to me. Go ahead. Oh <laughs> man. So uh, first off, uh, back to back to Eric that got called before. Uh, uh, before the break, Manning's been on the sidelines because he showed why in the fourth quarter when we had a chance to rush for a first down and he stood out there yeah. in the middle of three Iowa players and didn't put a hand on one of them. Yeah. No block, no rock. You're not going to play Division One football and be successful if you consistently refuse to block. It's just that's that that's how it is. And if you don't understand that, it's it, you you can't just it, nobody's Randy Moss. He's not Randy Moss, and 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 I'm I'm sure he's a a wonderful kid. Now I'm not picking on him, but just block somebody, yep. please. That's all. That's all I'm asking. Nebraska's ed- ed- my, Nebraska's edge blocking and, uh, game was atrocious today in the second yeah. half. Yes, and so uh, the gentleman that called a little bit ago was he suggesting that we try and get Levante David as a linebacker coach? No, no, no. he was saying he that he, he was playing here. He right thinks now. Rude would have be- would have ruined Levante David. Okay, I see what he. Okay, well, see, and and to me, to pick on to pick on the linebackers, when the linebackers, in my opinion, were because of the honestly because of the defensive line in front of them too, they did exactly what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to be there and and, and make the tackles. If our linebackers truly sucked, the safeties would be lead the Big Ten and tackle, yeah, no, not I the get, linebackers. I get it. They're doing they're 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 doing their job. Yeah. And um, is there a possibility? That uh, Trev says, you know what, you didn't win. A, you didn't win one of them, and a couple weeks ago was just a way to cut down the payout. No, no, mm. they they made a deal. The Did they make it? Okay, they made a deal. They you know they signed stuff. They changed things. He's well, coming and, back, and, and I and I get that. I get that part of it, but they also, I mean, it it cut it cut it in half, and and it cut his salary. And I didn't know if there was a possibility that since they weren't very specific on their on their numbers and what what needed to happen. The metrics for success. The metrics for success are for next year. Yeah. Oh, for next year. Okay. Next year, well, yeah. that's good then. Now yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to sit in pins and needles for the for the next week. <laughs> wait to see if Frost gets fired. So no. Um, no. Keep up the great work. Guys. Hey, thanks, and, uh, D. I look forward to uh, 
listening to you talk about basketball for the next nine months. Thanks, Thank you Steve. very much, Donnie. That, does, that didn't like he usually is a little more. He was mad. He's mad today. Well, I that's think a not, lot of people. That's not tip. That's not him. Really wanted Nebraska to beat Iowa. Yes, they want Nebraska to well, win. I think it's how it unfolded. They really but we've want seen Nebraska it before. To beat Iowa. They want them to beat Iowa badly, and that's not happening and hasn't happened since 2014. I I, I think the hard part is to see how much joy Iowa takes in it. Sure. I mean, they run across the field and grab their trophy. Hey, how about the hug? I mean, that's the first time Coach Ferentz smiled basically all day. <laughs> and he's giving hugs with like two minutes to go. Because they had won the game, a game where, again, they were trailing. And uh, let me this – I quote him all the time now because he's the most quotable guy we know, P.J. Fleck. Culture over talent every day long. Okay, here we go. Let's go yeah. back to the phones. Go Cali, ahead, John. My, is your inbox flooded with um, press conferences? You know, Not me, no. I think that the offense has got a lot of problems, so I want to address that. But okay. I was really disappointed overall in the way the defense played today. I mean, I thought they gave up a lot of yards at the wrong point. Um, Goodson, I think, had 156 yards, averaged about nine yards a carry. And on a lot of the plays, that um, showed him blocking to the right. He was cutting back, of course. Yeah. And that's where he got that long run in the fourth quarter. And I had said to my friend at halftime that I thought there were a lot of plays in the first half that he almost broke with that, but we made the tackle. And I said, I, I think we need to adjust a little bit or we're going to have a problem in the second half. So mm. what do you think on that? No, they're a great zone running team, and his cutback ability is great. He fits. He's like Akram Wadley before him. He's like, pick one of the – they all run the same. And they do the same thing in Nebraska every time they play them. They just do. I mean, it's... Okay, guys, thanks a lot. I appreciate it, John. It's it's disgusting to watch. But like I said earlier... You call them a statistical anomaly. They are. I mean, everything we talk about. They they had... So, um, Chris Felica, who is the the bear on game day, who was big in the numbers and analytics and everything, they had him so flummoxed because he was trying to find out the last time a team with this record versus a team with that record was a favorite by however many points. Yeah. Then he went and looked and see once the line moved when Martina was hurt to find out if there was anybody that had done that even at minus one and a half or at Pickham or at plus one, wherever it ended up. And he had to go back and go back and go back and go back and couldn't find it. And in the end, on average in that situation, the team was actually an underdog by eight or nine. They're the weirdest team ever. Maybe in college football history. Based off of just some number stuff. How about you saw Jed's tweet, right? Uh huh. Yeah, I said I read it. Which one about the quarters? No, yeah, because that was the one where you closed, where you said it's just one of the, the strangest statistics. So here's the thing: if you're doing that in your head, and you're like they're winning every quarter, mm-hmm. how are they even losing? Yeah, because but it's, it's the it's the time over the averages. Though. Yeah, and it's the size of when you do lose, like. If you lose one by 19, yeah. and then you lose a couple other ones by only one or two, or you even win a couple by two or three, obviously the 19 overtakes it. But, um, yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's just weird to watch. And the thing about it is is Nebraska got the lead in this game. Mm-hmm. So one of the criticisms I'd had for people who are talking about being close is they hadn't even led in games. So don't give me close if you're not leading. In this one, they were leading. They did have the game in control. Speaking of game control, they had a very good game control. 
but in the end they lost. Mm. Let's go to Spencer. Go ahead, Spencer. What's up? Yeah, hey, guys. You, you brought up a good point about how this game and I would maybe say the Michigan State game was were really the only two games where Nebraska was, was winning going into the, the fourth, fourth quarter, quarter of yep. those games. Right. Um, you know, the, the game against Michigan was back and forth, but this offense, for halves or for quarters, they just stall at, at the complete wrong time, and it's because of a lack of running game. You needed an eight-minute drive somewhere in the fourth quarter to win that game, and there's no running back. For sure, felt- for sure six. Six minutes. For sure a six-minute drive. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. Yeah. There were three drives there to win the game. I mean, Nebraska's defense, I actually thought that they were very resilient. They kept allowing field goals. Um, you know, after the fumble, they, they really played played well the entire game. And it's because, you know, we don't have a running back. And, I mean, this offense all year has been, has been bad. I mean, at Michigan State, if this offense was better against Michigan State, it wouldn't have come down to a punt late in the game. That's what I'm saying is that there's no running game sure. with this offense. Yeah, and Michigan State was still within a score somehow with their best player having like 35 yards. Right. It's just right. weird how yeah. they play sometimes. You're right, Spencer. There's too many times where Nebraska's offense had a chance to put the game away or at least put it to a point where they couldn't get it back and couldn't. Which is crazy because yeah, they Spencer, haven't had the lead a ton. So you look at this this game, right? So And this is what you're talking about with the person who sent you those numbers. If you look after the touchdown they scored, they went nine plays in 94 yards, scored the touchdown, they've got the lead. The next drive, they, were, they ran three plays for two yards. Following drive was the drive we were talking about earlier. First drive of the fourth quarter, ran four plays for 29 yards, but ended up fumbling it, gave it to them. The next play was two for minus seven. That was the safety. Next drive, three plays for four yards. And then they had that long, rambling drive at the end, 12 plays for 47 yards. The bottom line out of that, from what he was saying, two three and a half, four, under six minutes total yeah. in those drives. You get a six-minute drive, the game changes. Yeah, if they get one six minutes. Just, this, yeah. this took five drives to get over six minutes. Um, so, yeah, if you could have, you could, that's what they always talk about, right? The four-minute drive to close games is more important than the two-minute drive at a halftime. So, you can close a game out. Again, I just, you know, when he said what he said about the special teams in the game being over, and I pitted against Dumanji's stats. It's almost like he spoke that into existence in his head without saying it. Mm-hmm. He didn't say it until after, but he he coached as though that's what he thought. Especially when you look at the play discrepancy in terms of run pass. Mm-hmm. Right? There's, I mean, ugh. he was waiting for his team to either panic. I told, or but fall I told you when you when you, when you when you keep saying. We need to catch a break. We gotta, you know, we just need something good to happen. We just win one. We just gotta win one, then one can turn into two. You you do a disservice to the to the journey, man. It was the it was the question that Dirk asked about you, the psychology of you, saying you, that over you and over again. You do a disservice to the grind. Mm-hmm. I just heard a coach today. He just, to- he just told me this. He said, maybe this was yesterday. He said, you know, I- he was listening to something I had said earlier in the week, and he goes, you know what, I'm going to get back to really enjoying the process. I'm not going to concern myself so much with championships. 
at least if you enjoy the process and the kids enjoy the process, mm-hmm. there's sustainable enjoyment in that, right? Because you know how I told you, and it sounds weird, right? And I talked about being so process-oriented. When At some point, the results do matter, but you can't contradict yourself when you're talking. If it's all about relying on your, what was the line? Relying on your preparation. Mm-hmm. And you told me one morning, you said, well, your preparation better be good. If, if your piss-poor preparation leads to <laughs> piss-poor performance. Then you shouldn't probably rely piece. on your preparation, right? Yeah, you your preparation's your preparation bad. preparation better be good. Preparation's bad. And I said, you know, it just got me thinking about, like, really speaking it into existence if you're still waiting on just this one time for it to happen. Like, because in the moment, you have to be encouraging. Hey, guys, remember... This is what we talked about our week. Or, hey, remember on Wednesday we talked about, or, hey, you know, like whatever it is that you can hearken back to mm-hmm. during that course of preparation is what your kiddos are going to fall back on. If you're, if, you're fa- if you're skipping through the week and you're going back to your last L, yeah. what do you think they're, they're thinking about the last L? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no other way around it. Dude, they beat, they beat Fordham, Northwestern, and Buffalo. Out like, of those three teams, I get it. I think Buffalo's the only one that's going to have a winning record. I, the last time I looked, Buffalo had went on like a four, not Buffalo, Fordham had won on like a four-game winning streak. Yeah. But I don't think any of the other schools are going to, and I know Northwestern's not, right? I don't think Buffalo is. It's, it's why I cringe, man, and I'm not being nitpicky. I just, I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like I know how it goes. Maybe that's just me thinking I know everything, right? But when you keep saying you're close. Stop saying it. Do you stop looking at what you're doing wrong and just hope to catch that break? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, when we take the next break, I'll pull up the soundbite that he answered Dirk's question about that. Brought to you by Coors Light. This is Big Red Overreaction. Keeping Nebraska chill, I think, forever. Also brought to you by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. And when we come back, also brought to you by Rotel's Italian Bakery as part of our keys to the game, the perfect tailgate brought Dog, burger, the buns that come from Rotel's Italian Bakery. We're back here on Big Red Overreaction.